1: Gonna get right into it. Well we got uh what's up, besties? This is Danny J. And this is Jill Coleman. Good to hear you guys, see you guys, see you, see you, Danny (laughs) (laughs) on Zoom. Yeah. (laughs) So
0: we're gonna be chatting today about business, business. And good and bad investments.
1: Um, this was a really yeah. good. You know what? This is such a good topic. We. Um, this is one of Connor's topics. Shout out Connor. Um, he's in he's in finance, and he asked about this. And I think this is a good topic. You and I, being entrepreneurs for as long as we have been, um, have made mostly good investments, some maybe not so good investments. And this is a question that comes up quite a bit with, um, for example, I'm launching FBA this coming week, March 21st to the 24th, which is my beginner to business course. Um, And beginners to business are always the most reluctant to invest. And it's ironic because they're the probably ones who should be investing the most, Um, but it's scary, right? So a lot of the questions around investment, especially in your business or in, I don't know, just anything that you like, that might be a big investment, Is the question is how do I know it's going to work for me, right? Like I'm about to. Because the easiest thing that people can do, all of us can do, is hold our money close, right? That's the safest thing. So in order, so like someone wants to like to get someone to invest in something, or if someone wants to invest in something, that's risky. That's literally much more risky than what they're doing right now, and especially if you've done, you've had experience with bad investments, you go well. I don't know. Is this going to work for me? Is this the right fit for me? Is this the best use of my time and money? Is this, uh, you know, do I trust myself to follow through to actually do it? We're talking about like an online course. FPA is a six month commitment. So, and we have weekly live calls, and a lot of people go, ah, like I've, I've tried stuff in the past and I just, I'm already behind on, you know, this other thing I purchased or I signed up for that and I never opened it or, you know, so they have this sort of baggage or this graveyard of things that maybe they have tried in the past that hasn't worked. So, of course, they're going to feel like, what's how is this going to be different? You know? And so I have a really interesting take on investment. I'm not sure if you probably share the same, obviously you, you have not gotten where you've been without investment, but maybe you can just share your first big investment and what that felt like for you. Mm.
0: Yeah. My first, my first big investment, I know for certain, this is a very easy one. Uh, I was just left Las Vegas. My ex and I had foreclosed on our home, filed bankruptcy. We were, I was doing my online business actually, and I was full-time online, but we had just some debt, like student loan debt. Um, not a whole lot of debt. It was mostly student loan debt, but I just felt like I was, he got this job that wasn't paying a lot. And I just felt like we were never going to get out of like back on our feet and never make the kind of money we were again, because I had gone from in-person and online to strictly online. So it wasn't making the same amount of money. And then he got a job for a salary that was like a quarter of what he had ever. Um, made, and I came across this woman who was doing a finance uh, like financial course, and the course was all about getting out of debt. And I remember I had a credit card that only had a five thousand dollar limit. I had maxed it out, and I had just paid five hundred dollars like that month to like clear it, so there was some space. And I found out about this event, and it was four. It was going to be four hundred dollars, and I was going, oh my god, the only four hundred dollars I had was back on the credit card. And I was thinking, is this going to be? Does this even make sense to go into debt, to go to a workshop about getting out of debt? <laughs> and I was just like, no, just pay everything off first and then go. And then I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense because she teaches me how, then I could get out of this. So I was just like going back and forth and I literally left it to like, left it to chance. And I go, okay, I'm going to call them. And if they have any seat, cause it was like three days away or something. And if they have a seat left and I can still go, Then I have to do it, but if it's sold out, then that's like the sign that I'm not supposed to go. So of course I called. They said it was available, and I was like, "Fuck!" So I'm gonna charge this. Didn't tell my husband how much it cost, and we went, and that literally changed my life. But I was terrified. I thought $400 was so much money. It was not only $400; it was two full days. It was at a like hotel that we had to drive to and stay all day long, and get doggy daycare kind of people to watch the pets. So it was a whole thing, but. I remember, I think one of the reasons that it was so life-changing for me was because that cost so much for me at the time that I remember thinking, I have to get my money's worth. I have to make this work for me. I think sometimes if the investment is too low, like if it was 27 bucks, I might just be like, oh, let's see, what can I get out of this? But because that $400 meant so much to me, I pulled everything I could out of it. And I've made investments later that were six, seven, eight thousand $8,000 that didn't mean that much, and I didn't even put as much into that six, seven, eight thousand dollars that I did put in that four hundred dollar investment. So I think that sometimes when the the cost is whatever it is to you, the the money amount doesn't matter. It could be twenty thousand dollars, but if you're a billionaire, it's like that's that's like fifty dollars to a normal person or something. But I think when you put that money in and it's a lot to you or it means a lot to you, that's more often than not the time where you really take it seriously. And that's when you show up. And I'm sure you've seen this with your students and clients, the ones who were like, it hurts a little bit or it matters is when you kind of show up and do it. And that being said, some of the other investments that I spent more money, I still don't think they were bad investments because I, I had the money to put out there. So it kind of gave me some evidence that I have more abundance in my life. And I'm like, I could not that I could waste $6,000, but there were still things I learned. I think you, there's like that saying you either lose or you learn. And I really believe that it's not, I never have looked at an investment as like a bad investment. I've learned something and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that again. Or I'm not going to invest in that type of thing. Or I didn't, maybe I need to be pay more attention to the marketing or the type of people. And I'm not going to be swindled by that kind of person again or something, but I've, I've never felt like I've really had a bad investment in business, but I will say that first one. It meant the most, and it was also the key that unlocked me to invest further in the future because that was my first one. That four hundred dollars was like, now I must do this. And soon after that, four actually at that workshop, we invested for the next step with her, and it was like twelve hundred dollars, and we had to find like scrounge up some money to get that. But after that, it became easier and easier. And I knew, and back to trusting ourselves, I could trust myself that it was something that I could take one nugget. It didn't matter if it was like five days or five month program or whatever, if I could just get one thing that could turn things around for me, or just that little key to change things, it's worth it.
1: Mm -hmm. No, it's so good. And I'm so glad that you said that, that it was like when you felt like, holy shit, this is the scariest thing I can do because it really meant a lot to you. That was like you said, the number amount doesn't matter, right? So $400 at that time was a huge amount to you going into FBA. FBA is a $2,000 commitment and there's obviously financing options and things like that. But like, that's a lot of money to beginner because oftentimes the people who are joining FBA are coaches, trainers, per, like personal trainers, uh, health coaches, group fitness instructors, people like that who are used to just getting a job and then getting paid immediately. They're not yeah. used to paying to make money, right? Like we're like, okay, no, we have a job. We get paid, right? We don't pay to, to, to get paid. So yep. I think that's, you know, that's obviously a mindset shift or a paradigm shift, but I love that you said that when you, you essentially said when you pay something scary, you do pay attention. Yep. And honestly, that's my experience. And the, the moments that, um, or the, the clients that I have where it is the most sort of like the, the scariest, like biggest thing they've ever done. Those are the ones that show up every week, right? Those are the ones who commit to it. And when you think about it, I know that $2,000 or $400 feels like a lot of money to somebody and it is, but just think about, like you said, If you can make that money back, Mm -hmm. you're already, and not only that, you're learning a shitload of stuff, but there's no, especially if you're investing in your business, like you're gonna make that money back no matter how much it is. That's why you're investing in something for your business. Now, I I personally think that investing in like personal development or health is actually harder as a sell because literally like there's no money coming back. There's a different kind of outcome. There's, you know, freedom or there's, you know, health or fitness outcomes So to me, the easiest and safest bet is is investing in your business because you are literally going to make that money back plus so much more, but it can be really scary for people. So my first investment was $10,000 and very similar to you, I didn't have that money. I was a personal trainer. I was pretty broke at the time. I didn't even have a a credit card that had a $10,000 limit at the time. And My story of investment was I was pretty stuck. I was trying to build my online business. I had been at it for about 18 months, super, super stuck. And I reached out to somebody in the space who um, I felt like had the success that I wanted at the time. And she pitched me on her $10,000 mastermind. And I remember at the time thinking, what? Like $10,000 to me was a car, right? Like that was like, are you serious right now? Like, is, is she serious? Like, this is a fucking joke, right? I didn't even know people asked for that much money. And I kind of was on the sales call and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll think about it like you do, right? And I was like, in my head, I was like, no fucking way. I don't even have that. I don't have that money. No, do I have a credit card to put on? And my experience was a couple of weeks later, kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it, kept feeling stuck, right? And I remember just being like, all right, I have to figure out how to make this work. And in order to make that money, I actually launched a brand new program. Very first time, had no idea what it was gonna look like. I was just like, well... Let me see if I can get 12 people to give me $100 a month for 12 months. That was my goal. 12 people, $100 a month for 12 months as a year long mentorship. And I got 14 people and I ended up making $17,000 on that launch. And I was like, holy fuck, like that. I can't imagine. Like, I can't believe I just did that. Gave my coach the money. And I was just like, and so for me, it wasn't even, I don't even remember what I learned in the mastermind, to be honest. Like, I don't even remember what I learned in the coaching. It was, who I had to become in order to make that investment. Mm -hmm. The investment itself paid off by making me do something to make that money. It turned me into a different business owner. Before I was just like, well, it's time for money. I just need more one-on-one clients. Like I was like, this is the first course I ever created. And I didn't know what I was doing, but someone saying, hey, if you want to work with me, it's $10,000, gave me the invitation to up level as a business owner before I even fucking got into the, the mentorship. So if you're thinking to yourself, I don't know if I can afford... $2,000, or I don't know if it's worth it. Ask yourself. I think I would challenge you to switch that question to, I can't afford it to how can I afford it? Mm -hmm. And and you and I've talked about this a lot. We went to Australia in 2017 and you and I were like, let's make the money to go. Like we could afford it right now, but you know what? Let's play a game. Let's launch a product. Let's make the money. And we did. It launched a product called Passionate Platform, and we ended up making enough money to take ourselves to Australia flights and all accommodations for two weeks. And so you can kind of play this game. And then what's the most important part of it is is looking down at yourself and going, fuck, I'm a different person because I challenge myself. And then it's just rinse and repeat from there. So $10,000 investments to $35,000 to $25,000 to $33,000 investment. The numbers don't matter, but you become someone who invests because you see the power of it. Uh,
0: I love it. So many things I, Tony Robbins has a quote where he says, it's not, it's not lack of resources that can't get you where you are. It's lack of resourcefulness. And what you did was just resourceful. You're like, shoot, I don't have the money. What can I do? And I was just thinking about our Australia trip. We were having drinks and we're like, let's go to Australia. And I was like, well, I don't want to pay for it out of my pocket. So like, let's do something that has other. Re- so we created this program, we sold it, we paid for our trip. And now I actually go That's kind of my MO in going into any new investments instead of the money I have. Like already, that's coming in. I try to get creative and think of something else that I can make the extra money to pay for the thing that I want. And it's not even just investing. Sometimes I'm like, if I want, I don't know. Sometimes even with Botox, I'm like, okay, how can I make an extra three hundred bucks just to pay for my mm-hmm. Botox? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to use like my money that I'm using for other things. Like I need it to be extra money. And so you start to get creative, and then it builds confidence because you're going, oh shoot, I can do this. I've, I mean, even just selling some shit from the house. I'm like, you know what? I can look in my closet. I have some stuff that I can get rid of and that money can pay for this, be my Botox money. And I also cleaned out my closet or whatever it is, but you can make it really fun and get really creative. And then you really start to feel like you're a real entrepreneur. You're like, okay, I can figure this out. I can throw something together. I mean, I know you have talked about this too. There was a time I was trying to just figure out a way to make some money and I did diet audits, and so I was like, okay. I literally pulled this idea out of my ass. But I remember working with so many clients, and they'd show me their meal plans, and lots of people wanted to work with me, and they wanted me to make a meal plan for them. But I charged a bit more for that, and I said, I'm doing hundred dollar diet audits. Take it. Basically, I made them pay hundred bucks. I think it was a hundred bucks. Um, do three day like meal journal. And then I just go over it with them and just say, Hey, here's some tweaks you can make. I didn't create a whole new program with them. I just said, here's what you're already doing. Let's just make some little tweaks and see how we can make it work better for you for your goals. And it was like an hour consultation, super simple. All it took was my time. And I made a good amount of money doing it. And it wasn't something I offered all the time, but I was like, I just wanted an influx of quick cash. So it was just like a quick little launch and then take the money. And some of those things that I've done turned into, I actually enjoy doing this. I'm going to do this more often. Like it was a idea that I had to just try out. And then I'm going, yeah, I can actually continue doing this. And I think mm-hmm. there's things like that too, where you don't have to do this one thing forever. Like our passionate platform was just a one-time workshop, but now we're like, Hey, if we want to do paid workshops, we can do that again. We could launch these kind of things more often if they worked out well. And if people had great results from them, we can go, you know what, that's actually, something creative we can do instead of just having their blinders on and going, I have to just do the online training one certain way. There's a lot of ways you can make money in the online space. And just even in general, like I said, like selling some shit out of your garage.
1: What's up, you guys? This episode is brought to you by The Happiness Diet. Go to thehappinessdiet.com to check out this digital course. Danny and I put this thing together um, about a year ago. And honestly, like, this is if you've ever said to yourself, I just feel stuck in my relationships. I feel stuck in my life. I don't know what my next step is. I don't know how to get out of my own way. This program is for you, thehappinessdiet.com. Go ahead and check it out. It is like literally six to 12 weeks of best practices, tools, strategies. It's not just like, hey, let's talk about our feelings. It's actual like in the trenches work that you guys can do on yourself, in your relationships to come out on the other side, feeling way more empowered, way more ownership and really having a clear path to how you can heal, not only heal, would also get better. So, go to the happinessdiet.com, check out everything if you have questions, send us a DM and we can talk obviously about your own situation if this is going to be a good fit for you, but would love to have you in this program. It is tried and true thehappinessdiet.com. You know, and I think I love that so much because this is so much of this is a reframe from like a fixed income mentality, right? Like the traditional person who like goes to a job, has a salary, hopes to get a 3% raise each year or whatever. If you have that fixed mentality, then you don't really feel the possibility of being able to do some of these things, you know, but anyone can do it. You don't need to be like an online business owner. One of the things I also want to mention is a little bit of a reframe or just a, 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 management of your expectations. So for example, um, last year I launched a program, uh, this is called 40 days to 40. It was a 40 day workout program, right? And it was 40 bucks, super, super cheap, 40 bucks. And I remember I had a couple of people in my DMS being like, can you show me some samples of the workouts? Or they were like, asking me questions about, you know, where I'm going with this. Can you like, you know, give me some, and I was just in my head going, fuck, it's 40 bucks, like even if you do even one workout, that's still less than one personal training session. So for me, like FBA, for example, is six months long and we meet every single week. And if you're worried about investing in something like that, because you're like, "Ah, I don't know if I'll go to every session or I don't know if I'll watch out every tutorial, you don't have to go to every session and watch every tutorial to get something amazing out of it. Even if you even come to half of them or you listen to one recording a month, that's insight, intel, and education that you didn't have otherwise. So what's the alternative? You know, to me, I just go, fuck, even if you just listen to a handful of these fucking things, you're getting a shitload of insight that you wouldn't have had otherwise. Sure, you can sit there and, you know, you can Google stuff and you can watch free YouTube videos. You can sign up for free webinars and keep trying to DIY that shit, or you can put yourself on the hook and go, cool. I might not be able to make every single session, but I know even if I make half of the sessions, that's insight, intel, and education and strategy that I didn't have before. So you have to ask yourself, like, what's my ultimate goal? Am I going to sit on the sidelines and like keep not investing? Because I'm like, well, I don't know if I'll make it back. I don't know if I'll... And you constantly just talk yourself out of investments or you just fucking put yourself in the game, right? You get off the sidelines, you put yourself in the game. And even if you do 40 bucks, even if you do one workout, to me, I'm going, that's fucking worth it. Yeah. You know, you buy a $15 book, you pull a $16 idea out of that book. It's fucking worth it. And I think this is a mentality, right? This is a a value system. And that's why I would say the first investment is always the hardest because you don't have the experience of investment yet. It's interesting right now, I'm um, going into a a re-up for the current FBA members who started with me last year. They're finishing up and then they're going into another six-month program with me called FBA Live. And so many of them that were so scared to invest the first time are like just paying right away. They're like, yes, of course. So they've come over to the side where they see investment as a value system as well, because they've gotten so much out of the first six months. So I think the first investment is always the scariest, like Danny was saying. Then it just becomes part of your value system because you see yourself growing. You see your business growing. You see your personal development growing. You see whatever the outcome is. You're like, holy shit, how could I not invest? You literally see it as a cheat code. I'm like, it's a fucking cheat code. I could sit here and like try and DIY and find random shit for free all over the place, or I could just pay for what I want and go go for it.
0: Yeah. And that's the piece too. It comes down to like some of the scarcity mindset. And I've been there before where I'm like, I can figure it out. I can do this on my own. And sure you can, but what's what your time? You? Yeah. And what's your time worth? And yeah. And do you actually do it? There's so many things that you can, you can find, and you can look all over the place. And unfortunately there's so much information on the internet and so much, you can figure out that you can get overwhelmed. So to pay for someone who's like, here's the things to focus on. Here's the things to skip over. Here's what you need to know right now Mm -hmm. that is worth it in itself Mm -hmm. because it's just the DIY, you can figure it out, but sometimes you can't. And sometimes you're, you're taking so many steps around when you can have a straight path made laid out for you, that's worth it right there.
1: Yeah. Or you could, or like you can get to a certain part, a level, right? Like that's the thing It's like, you can DIY to a certain degree, but you'll always run up on a ceiling. So, you know, my coach always says that what got you here won't get you there, you know? So it's like, cool, you can try and DIY and that'll take you a couple of steps of the way. But at some point you're going to have to pay to play if you're really serious about your success. And if you're not, that's cool too. But I think you probably have the experience too. I had people, you know, because we launch this program every year and we always get people who are like, ah, I want to do it next time. It sounds so awesome. I'll do it next time. And I'm like, cool. And they never fucking pull the trigger, but they're in my DMs telling me that they want to do it, but they're going to do it next time. It sounds so good. I just, it's not the right time. Y'all, this is never the right time, you know? Like to me, uh, and I will say, and this isn't like to, um, you know, put you into a sense of FOMO or scarcity, but like you have to start sooner. Like you just fucking do. Like, especially online at this point where like saturation is going, you have to start sooner. So the idea that you're going to wait another six months or another year is going to put you that much further behind. Yeah. And so, like I said, even if you just get in and it's one of those things where it's so hard to, to like tell someone who's never invested that you're going to be wondering why you even thought twice about this thing, but that's the reality of it. That's what everyone says after their first investment. They're like, I can't believe I was even thinking about this. And that's why in FBA, we have a 30-day refund policy. I'm literally like, Within 30 days, you're going to be like, holy shit, I've got made my investment back in just 30 days. I can't believe I was even thinking about not doing this. So for me, I'm so confident in the product that like, I will happily give your money back within 30 days if you're not getting value within 30 days. So it's like, really, it's just so low risk. But I people need to have that little safety net. And so if this is you, I agree with Danny. I don't think any investment has ever been bad. It's just been maybe not a perfect fit or whatever, but I've always learned something, right? Even in those quote unquote bad investments, I learned maybe what I didn't want, or I learned maybe what to look out for next time, or I learned about like my capacity. I've certainly given plenty of my like contractors and stuff. And that didn't pan out because I wasn't the one, I, I dropped the ball, right? So I'm like, okay, maybe I just know my capacity now this is so funny. We're, 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 on a zoom call and Beasley, the, the puppy is just like, in. she's on the table. She's in the zoom right now.
0: My, um, cleaning lady just came downstairs and so she's very oh. curious and she's trying to like, see what she's doing. And I'm she's like trying to get her vacuum. <laughs> yes. Why do dogs hate vacuums and brooms so much? They they're really so, do. So no, they're, they're so, so annoying. So I have, you know, I was just thinking of something about an investment I made recently. It was with a health, like a health coach and doing some labs, um, some like Dutch test labs and those kind of things. And I didn't get the, what I wanted out of it, but you know what, going back to, was it not worth it? What I think I really learned was to trust myself in my own, um, in my own health and not put it like thinking that someone else has the answers. And I was just thinking about this the other day, because I was having a conversation with the coach and I, you know, just kind of expressing what, what kind of happened with some the ball got dropped. I guess my name got misspelled on the labs and some things that I felt like, uh, were promised weren't delivered. And so I was just expressing that I was a little disappointed in how it turned out because I sent these labs in like in October and I didn't talk to anyone until February. And so there were some things like that, but it wasn't that the investment was a bad investment. I just realized, you know, maybe I didn't need to rely so much on someone else for my health. And there was a lot of things I still learned from that. Mm -hmm. So the, the money's gone. You know, I still got the test done. There's a lot of things that, that I got out of it. And so I still just, you, you live or you, you lose or you, lo- you don't lose or you learn, like you learn you win or you learn. Yeah. yeah. You were or you learn. So, you know, there were things I learned and it's not, it's not over. And like you said, with contractors, things like that, where I've spent money, where I didn't quite get what I thought out of it, but I learned something. I learned how to either hire better, to ask better questions. I learned what I need to do first. And it's, And back to even paying for the roadmap, it's like you can, I don't know, you can walk from here to New York, from LA to New York, or you can pay money and get on a plane and do it faster. So I see investments as like you're paying for a plane ticket versus like a bicycle to get across town. Like the DIY version is the bicycle or the bus, and paying for a coach or a process that's already been laid out for you is like getting on an airplane. And so for me, I'd rather pay a couple hundred bucks for an airplane ticket than spend $30 on the Greyhound bus. And it takes me five days to get across the country.
1: Dude, that's so good. I love that analogy. I'm probably going to steal that analogy. Um, it really is. And it's one of those things where it's it's so hard. And now, you know, one thing to think about you guys is like, what are your priorities? Like, so they always say you can know your priorities by looking at your bank statement. So it's not that it's uh, not okay to, you know, spend money on nice shoes, bags, you know, TV, whatever, but When I look back at my life, I want to know that I put money into my brain. You know, I think that's important to me too, is like into my growth. You guys are sitting here listening to this podcast, which means that you do have a growth mindset. You are someone who feels like you can, that there's places you can go and that your actions matter. And to Danny's point, investment gets you there faster and it gives you the roadmap. So, for example, if you are trying to learn, maybe you learn, and this is one thing that I did learn through like not a bad investment, but just an investment that wasn't the right fit for me when I hired a coach that I don't believe was the right fit for me. I want, I I sort of change my tune on what I look for in a coach or in a mentor or in a mastermind um, that like, we need to have a similar personality. We just do, you know, we need to have a similar lifestyle or we need to have, or that person needs to have an aspirational lifestyle. Like if I look at how they live their life, is that what I want? And chances are, if you're learning from someone whose lifestyle you aspire to have, they're going to show you, they're going to pull back the playbook, right? They're going to pull back the curtain and show you that playbook. And so When you are thinking about hiring someone, look at do they have similar values to me? Are they similar in personality? Do they like, is their energy like mine? Is their vibe like mine? And then also, do they have the lifestyle, whatever that looks like, whether it's money, time, freedom, whatever, do they have that lifestyle? And then that's your person. And then you can't regret it. You're like, yes, that's exactly who I want to learn from, that's who I trust. And stick with that. I would always say go with someone whose energy fits you better than just like they have the best marketing or like their sales page won me over. Like you're going to be spending a lot of time with this person, especially if you're an FPA with me. It was like, wait, six months, fucking two hours a week. It's a lot of time. So it needs to feel like the right energy. And if you're and trust yourself, like, you know, when it feels off, trust that. Cause there's a million coaches out there, a million ways that you can invest a million things that you guys can do. Um, and by the way, Danny and I still invest, like I'm, I've been in a mastermind now for years. Um, so that never, I think goes away, but you always want to look for that commonality. Cause you are going to spend a lot of time together. Um, that's really all I have to say on that. What do you got? I
0: love it. And Besides I
1: think, fees. yeah, she's stepping
0: on my chest right now. Uh, I think one <laughs> other thing that I think I think about investing is if it saves me time, it's worth it. You know, I'm at the point now where if something's a time saver, even just, you know, like having someone help clean the house while I'm doing some work, there's a lot of things that are, maybe you might not think of investments, but that really can be. And so it's important that if it's helping you, like it's helping you get on a flight
1: versus a bus, I think that's worth,
0: worth the investment.
1: Huge. Love that. Awesome. You guys, well, um, if you're listening to this episode and FBA is open for enrollment, like I said, March 21st to the 24th, feel free to hit me up in the DM or hit us up on the best Light podcast and we can get you all the details. Uh, but even if you guys decide not to work with Danny or I make sure that you guys are working with somebody like that to me, is, I mean, you have to be right. Like that's, that's a value system. I and mean, it's just, it's so valuable to not only learn from someone who you feel like has the sort of aspirational, like next step that you want, but the people you meet, you know, Danny and I met at a conference, we met because of business investments, literally. And so you, you never know what that can turn into. It can turn into people you meet can turn into collaborations, can turn into uh, business opportunities, can turn into affiliate marketing, like can turn into just like, you know, audience growth. Shantae and I are also have a product together. So, I mean, so much of that stuff is important. And I think that if, you're listening to this podcast, you also value growth. So that's it for us. You guys let us know if you have any questions, if you, you know, I don't know, want to talk to us about something you're thinking about, we'd happy to, to give you some insight on something like that. And I know that this is hard, especially if you've never invested, but it really is something that I think once you do it once, like Danny did with the $400, you're like, Oh shit, I'm never going to not do this. And I think that's really the, the bottom line. So appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening as always. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Guys. Bye. Bye.